Hello everybody. Welcome back to Driving to Pretoria with me, your host, Nick Rabinovitz. 20 years ago, I drove to Pretoria to visit a young woman I was romantically interested in by the name of Debbie Becker. She told me that what we had was either a past life thing or a future life thing, but not a now thing, which I found disappointing, not just because of the petrol money. Anyway, we've now been married for almost 14 years, which goes to show dreams can come true, just not often in Pretoria. My guest in episode 3 is not a father, but has still managed to come up with some of the best dad jokes in the biz, as they call it. I first met him before he'd cultivated either his impressive Instagram following or his voluptuous beard. Five years ago, I asked him to open for me at the Baxter Theatre in Cape Town, and I can actually confirm his claims that we have been firm friends since. Please enjoy this conversation with my firm friend, comedian, social media person, and now, thanks to me, falafel influencer, Yasin Barnes. So welcome, uh, Yasin Barnes, to this podcast with no name. Do you have any suggestions of what I could call uh, this podcast? Uh, Nick Snacks. Nick Snacks. Did you enjoy that <laughs> ode? I feel like it was an ode to you. I made a video, guys, in a spa. I was going into the spa to buy something for tea at my brother-in-law's house. And then I remembered that his mom's favorite food was Nick Snacks and... Taramasalata, you know that pink dip. Oh yes, yes, that's um, the yeah. Greek people like. Mm. And obviously, Spa didn't have taramasalata, but they didn't have knickknacks either. Excuse me, I went up to her and where are the knickknacks? And she said, come, 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 come. And then uh, they were hidden behind, and I made a video of her <laughs> pulling a wall of um, lays aside <laughs> to reveal <laughs> there's a knickknacks. And uh, and of course, you came to my mind. <laughs> Uh, because I don't know what joke I made, but it was. So I think it was something of like Nix, 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 Nix. Yeah. Nix, <laughs> And then she was, do you mean that's Nix, Nix, or this main Nix? <laughs> or that's Focal Nix? Focal Nix, that's Nix. And, and I dedicate that to you, yes. Thank you. I, I, I like that I live in your head rent free. I just, <laughs> like when you go, that's a. That's a dad joke over there. Let's do it to my friend. <laughs> and I feel like you've dad. given me permission to make that joke and not feel a certain amount of shame. And really, that's something I will be forever grateful to you for. <laughs> so thank you for coming on this if podcast. This one gift honor. I give you, it's that. Just do your gag. <laughs> um, so you think we should, I don't know what we should call the show, but welcome to the Nick Rabinowitz podcast from my table. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I also feel like this is, I know it's the podcast now, but I also feel like every time we do have a talk, it's this. Yes. Do you know that, do you find, have you done a lot of online shows during this period of time? Yeah, I've done, I've done different kinds, I've done okay. with You've his, done lots of with stuff. There's an audience and then one with just yes. the silence. And now you've started doing live shows, there's one in somebody's backyard in Grassy Park. And, and it's, do you find it's, it's interesting, like I was thinking last night, in front of a live audience. Um... I had this thing happen to me where I feel like I should know this person's name because it should be on the bottom of their screen, but it's not there. <laughs> I just assume that for all Muslim people, where I see them and I go, 
I should know you. Like I go, I can throw a Fatima out into the crowd, and there will be three Fatimas there. Yes. I throw a Muhammad. It's somewhere there. So I feel like now when I just see Muslim people, I just do the generic salam. <laughs> you, we know each other. We, we actually know a Muslim family, and I wondered if you could explain this as a Muslim person. And their their whole family. Um, his names begin with Z. There's Zureda, Zahra, Zunaid, um, Xylophone, Xenophone. <laughs> I don't know. Is there a reason for that? I think that's just parents being parents, like unnecessary. That's what parents are. All the cousins. Am I right? Yes. Everyone starts with a Z. No, man. It's, it just stop doing that, guys. It's un- like now when you write from Z and Z, it's just everybody on the birthday present. It. I don't. Yeah, I, I hate when families do that. Also, when they do rhyming names, stop that for you, all your siblings. When it's, uh, no, parents just give different names. Okay. Each other. You've got a lot of letters, okay? You yeah. can go from A to Z, Amina to Zahra. You've got the whole. Also, all, all, m- most of the women's names are also like, I've been taking note, I don't know why. It's A E A. Like you get um, Fatima. Amina. Amina. Yes. Go through the list, Khadija. It's just A E A. I think that's like you go A E A. There probably is a Muslim name, Aia also. It's just <laughs> Aziza, Aia. It sounds right. Also, if someone wants to tell you, yes, Aia, then you go. Yeah. Yeah. Don't I don't know if I've told you, you've maybe heard me tell the story, but um, of the Jews and Muslims coming together, which is kind of what we're doing on this podcast. But it was also an idea for a, uh, an idea for a DVD to bring um, communities together to actually make uh um, porn, where uh, starring Jews and Muslims, and call it uh, Jews and Muslims coming together. And <laughs> it never really took off this idea, um, but it, it it it. One day, I would like you to come when the when we open up. <laughs> no, okay, but, uh, you need to say where then before the, between those two. Uh, when we have the open mosque back at the Temple Israel. Uh, <laughs> If I would love you to come to that event. Um, they've done it three times now. Oh, that's great. And the Muslims make Salah, the Jews make Shabbat, and and uh, you've, you've heard me tell a story about that. But on the third time, which was just before lockdown, a man came to me at the end, and it was such a moving experience because he had learned some stuff, I'd learned some stuff, and he was like, Nick, uh, Sabbat Salom. And I was like... Juma Mubarak, and he was like, Salam Alaikum, and I was like, Walaikum Salam, Rahmatullahi Barakatuh, he was like, Slamat, and I was like, Tov, and he was like, Shukran, and I was like, Slamat, and he was like, Baruch Hasem, and I said, Alhamdulillah, and since then, Yasin Barnes, there has been peace in the Middle East, and I wondered, could I claim credit for that? You see, as soon as you claim the credit, then there's not peace anymore. Like, <laughs> that's how the peace works. Is that you just stop claiming the credit. Just okay. go, ah, let it be. Keep the credit in your heart. You know, sometimes... In your heart. You, yeah. In your, sometimes you do a good deed and you go, I want to tell someone because I feel good. But if you tell someone, is it still a good deed? You see, you see. That's like uh, the relationship between tax deductible and anonymous. Yeah. <laughs> donation because <laughs> you go yeah anonymous means that you get away with it but it's sometimes you just want to tell people yo I gave 10 million to the hospital <laughs> give me some credit and then you go is it still a good deed or is it just the right off you need to decide it's models guys sometimes you must just also 
Oh, you picking take, <laughs> take the prize. <laughs> Tell the, the listeners slash watchers um, about the first time we met. I don't remember it, but there's a photograph of us uh, meeting at a market. And I think I had a very small child at the time. Tell me about your experience of me as a younger man. So firstly, I just knew you as... Nick Rabinowitz, right? It's that guy that's on stage that my parents go watch at the end of the year. Yes. Like you were, like, I, I don't think I was even allowed to watch you yet. So I obviously had some of your shows on a verbatim CD, you know? This is a thing I get, <laughs> actually, I get a lot from younger people who come to me and go, oh my God, are you Nick Rabinowitz? It happened to me at a cricket match the other day, an Afrikaans kid. I went up to him, I said, well batted. This is at Newlands. I mean, the province team were playing. I took my kids there and he, and he as he's coming off the field, um, Clay Nance was his name I forget his first Philip Clay Nance. I said well better and, and he said are you Nick Rabinowitz are you are you Nick Rabinowitz I was like the kid knows me that's amazing and he's like my mom's a big fan <laughs> you need to change your demographics now you're do you think if I started an OnlyFans account that I would get like a legion of 50 to 60 year old women following me I think it might be even younger. I think your your no. range of, of fan base, because I, I don't know if 50-year-old women are on OnlyFans for that kind of content. And what would I produce for them? I don't know. Nudes, but it's just you making noodles. <laughs> like you like these nudes. <laughs> just be like topless in the kitchen. <laughs> Dangling little. So there we were at a market. I was pushing my kid in a pram. Maybe? Yeah, I think I was uh, like seven, 16, 17. And again, it's that thing I go, so you, you were more for me a celeb than a comedian. Like I knew your work, but I more saw you as a, a, a celeb, I'll say. And then met you to Pifota, and then obviously because I mean, my mind is like, it's also that, you know, that 17 is an awkward age. You were 17. 17. Right. But you, you know, that's 12. It's the outer beard. You know that thing. The beard just keeps you one age. So you're not keeping this. You'll be this for a while. So yeah, I'll see for the photo. And then it was just that thing. It was a moment. It's the thing in the family. Like I phoned my cousins to go, yo, meet Nikita Bonovitz. Ooh, wow. And I was <laughs> like an asshole now. And then, um, then I started meeting you from stage. And that's when it was like, Oh, you're a person, actually. You're a proper comedian. <laughs> like, it sounds like such I'm a... I'm a person. And then the next thing you know, we were walking hand in hand through a vineyard. Yeah, through wine yard. <laughs> yeah. But, the, and that's the thing, it, it, that was like an um, all-encompassing moment, encompassing like a, a full circle moment where I was just like, you, what happens is with stage is that we almost see people far from us. But as soon as you like get to know just a bit of them you go oh you're a person you just the normal like we are not, I've added God us as friends I hope do you see as um, I'll look into that <laughs> <laughs> so now it's, it's so now it's this weird thing because I go yo you just Nick <laughs> but if I say Nick in my mom's house then she she finishes your name she goes oh Nick Rabinovitz how easy then I'm like it's not Nick Rabinovitz. have you noticed that thing of being referred to as your name is actually it's like a one word name and surname yeah there's no, there's no, there's no, um, there's no space between. It's, yeah. it's Nick Rabinowitz. And also Yasin Barnes. Yasin Barnes is now, I think, but also the fact that there are other comedians whose names are Yasin, it's necessitated uh, referring to people by their, Yasin's by their full Yeah, names. you must, so it's just to, to differentiate. It's, who else is there? There's, yeah, there's only Yasin I know that is double up. And then who else is there that has two? 
What other comedians have Nobody. you Nobody. Now, tell us. Um, <laughs> I wanted to ask you a couple of things. So, you've been very active on social media and promoting uh, small businesses. And I, th- I think you've made a difference for a lot of people over the last few months. And I was just wondering. So, I've got a friend who started a falafel, uh, halal falafel, halafels, I call them. And um, would you be willing to just do a little, if, could you become a falafel influencer is really what I'm asking. In the same way that, you know, I nearly became a rooibos influencer during lockdown, but didn't. And they're looking for a falafel uh, influencer. Also, Jews are also into falafels, so we could bring, uh, maybe together, we could do something to get like a collab or a collab. Are you, which one are you? Are you a collab or collab person? A collab. Collab. Collab is the two. I also feel like falafel is the middle ground of our people. Yes, it, it is. It really it is. is. <laughs> we could do a campaign. Would you be willing to? No, definitely. I'm, I'm, in my mind, I'm, I'm, run, I'm running through the lines that we could do. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, that, I'm yes. at that point where I'm like, Shit. what's Shit. the joke? What's, what, 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 what's, what's the joke? So it's either we're going to have... Um, we are going to offend Gilly Apta, of course, because she's from a falafel dynasty. Yeah, like proper royalty of falafel. Yeah. Um, eating with us won't make you feel awful. It's great. Yes, I, don't know. I love it. Okay. Yep. Um, so because it's the bed, it's the also bottom. because falafels are made from chickpeas. Yeah. I feel like there's a, definitely a gag. Yeah, but that's that. an Arkali gag. We don't go the okay. The right. chickpea. Yeah. Um, but I think because it's the bread, we'll have also peas in but the Middle East. But there's peas. There's your joke about peas in the Middle East. Yes. Yeah. So I think we can go with chickpeas. Chickpeas in, in the Middle East. Yeah. Uh, peace, peace, yeah, peace in the yeast. <laughs> um, um, what else is in a, a falafel? I forgot. I still got this mask on. Um, <laughs> and also that that. So her name is Nuha, by the way. Nuha, and her mom's name is Baha. I thought her mom was older. Uh, she older is older, but more. she looked. They look about the same age. Because I don't know what the Muslim version of Black don't crack, but they've got. Yeah, it's a scoff. <laughs> Maybe. No, they've just got skin that's like, it looks like they're just having Botox three times a day. <laughs> and, and for some reason, Baha, you would say the, pronounce, the correct pronunciation would be Baha, right? Because the Is it Baha or Baha? Baha. It's Baha. Baha. And Baha named your daughter Nuha. And so, but if you say it like Baha and Nuha, and then they opened a, a comedy club and, and they had a double act called Ha-ha. <laughs> we can ha and ha. bring that into the falafel story. Maybe they're in some of the, the videos. I don't know. But thank you for agreeing to that. No, I'm in the... Like I'm you're in, okay, you're, you're in that. Message them now and tell them Yasin is in. Okay, can we just uh, send them a voice note? Maybe um, this is... Uh, Sorry, couldn't get Riyadh. Got the next best thing. Hi, <laughs> Nuha. Uh, just to let you know the idea. Yasin, what do you say to the request? Um, I firstly, I am in. I have some taglines, some jokes that we can do. Um, this is for the falafel influencer, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm there for that. Uh, for this free food, um, and I hope it's free. Must we pay for the food? Um, no, I don't think we. No, it's free. I mean, I know Nuha. If we paid for the food, she would feel awful. Ooh. That's Yasin's joke. <laughs> and yeah, we're gonna call the campaign uh, chickpeas, chickpeas, chickpeas in the Middle East. That's it. That's the name of the campaign. Um, yeah, let us know your budget. Jokes, jokes, <laughs> jokes. 
No, but uh, with regard to the small business, it's, it's really dope that you also like getting in on it. It's that thing of like we've made we've made the platforms, and it's it's another thing that we can also do for the people that support us as well. You've been doing a lot for PE recently, and um, the renaming of PE and making it um, let's say more accessible to certain groups of people. How's that been going? Um, you, you see, I, I do it online when they can't hear me say the word. <laughs> like it's all just in text. <laughs> like personally, I'm still I'm still learning the 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 the, the click, but I am learning. Can give us your finest version of the new name for Port Elizabeth. Beja. Uh, try again. Beja. Is I, I'm not too sure. No. Firstly, the first sound you're making is a. Mm. Mm. Why is the mm coming? Beja. There's a mm in there that's not in there. Do you see a letter N in the word Ah, oh, am I in school again? <laughs> because this sounds like when the teachers call me out. It, I, I, so where's the click coming from? The click is from the Q. The Q and the... Is it the G? Q and G. So the Q and G, the G, I was telling Milan, the G means it's a little bit guttural. It's, uh, it's been a long time since I studied Kosovo, but I, uh, so that uh, is from there. <laughs> Like as in I'm still saying no. that mm. It's not the side It's not the side click No, the side click is uh, is X. When you uh, When you live in Kunu And you grow up Riding horses That's where that click Originates from Because you would call Mandela would call his horse <gasps> And then they would come Nick put time for jokes here this is not how you educate people. I, I'm here for lessons on how to say my my becha. <laughs> What's been your worst gig of lockdown? Have you had um, any shockers? Oh, there's been... Yeah, there was one where the production failed us. Ah. Uh-huh. And, um, yeah. It was weird because... So we were meant to do a thing where there was... <laughs> Yeah, there was four people on the screen, and the production was meant to carry us, but the production fell, so we were just like four people, awkwardly just like talking to each other, messing up. But just general, general lockdown shows are weird because you perform in silence to just like a screen. Yes. Do, you, do you put the people on? Can you hear them? Uh, for very small groups of people, on occasion, I have when I can hear that it's controlled environments. But as soon as someone's got dogs barking or ch- children or it gets a yeah. little tricky no i i think it's also it's a thing like there's stand-up comedy then there's improv comedy and, and I then think there's jewish comedy another thing was, <laughs> the thing was what i call uh jews on zoom or zoom jews um is they're a particular breed of online audience that please god you should never have to perform for and what happened this year on purim the festival of Purim, which basically celebrates the fact that we were almost annihilated, but then the last second we we didn't, and and these people were all on mute, and I had to go from one to the other, one synagogue to the next synagogue, and of course now you can do that online. Like I said it. to them, no, no, can you make yours earlier? Because I've got one at six. No, 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 we have to go at half past five. So I had to go half past five to five to six. Jump off that Zoom, get on another Zoom, and go to the same, but different. You saved so much money on petrol. I did save money on petrol. (laughs) But then half of them were also falling asleep, because it's an older population in Claremont. And they were, (laughs) there was one guy to keep waking him up. Herschel! 
Like this, right? Herschel! I was just checking to see he was still alive. <laughs> oh, he's still not, but like he's buffering maybe. Maybe he was just like, the internet is slow, I'm just gonna take a nap so long. <laughs> what? Uh, we've had a few people on this podcast already and we've discussed people's worst uh, gigs ever, worst comedy shows ever. And um, we had KG talking about being booked to go to the Seychelles where they dressed him up in feathers and the headdress and Rob von Furen shared about some other things. And and the metaphor that I really liked that KG shared was a gig he did in the KZN where he bombed so hard and felt so awful that he immediately got into his car and drove to Pretoria. <laughs> so we want to talk about the kind of gigs that made you want to drive to Pretoria afterwards. It was actually, and you know, the problem is with the, with my of my worst gigs, I'll say, because it's never one. We have we have a career yeah. of bad gigs. <laughs> is that it was a small gig, but it hurt. It just it hurt for like a month. Like I, I it still hurts now actually. So it was Zapata in Halfield Village, the restaurant there. So first, I know it well. Zapata in Claremont. Now mm-hmm. I know that place because I did a show. I think one of the first gigs after lockdown actually. And I researched the word zapata, which actually means zapata. Depending where you are in Spain, you will say zapata if you're from Barcelona, Catalonia, or if you're from the northwest where my uncle lives. Zapata, meaning cobbler. Because there used to be a cobbler there. Isn't it Barcelona? Is it Barcelona? If you're, if you're, same thing. The people from Barcelona say Barcelona. Barcelona. But if you're from Zaragoza, you will say Barcelona. Continue. That's also if you wash alone and it's your Barcelona. Jesus. I'm oh, sorry, guys. So, we do the gig at Zapata, right? <laughs> they don't tell the crowd that there's comedy happening. Oh, it's just people eating. It's just people eating. Right. right? So they go, oh. hey, everybody, comedy starting now. And these are families. Families came out to yes. eat together. Yes. And now there's just comedy happening. Then, uh, so I went up like third. And now, you can hear folks running on plates. And I'm like, <clears throat> so I go up and I go, hi, guys, what's up? And I'm really like trying. No, no one is listening. And this maybe like a six-year-old a girl walks up and she goes, can you keep quiet? I'm talking to my mommy. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's the best heckle of all time. What did you do? I said, sorry and thank you. <laughs> and then I put the and mic. you went in. off. I didn't just go off. You walked out the door and, and down the street I, as far no, away. No, I parked right by the window and they've got these glass front windows. <laughs> so I got off the stage into my car I left my things there like my wallet and my bag was by the computers got in and went home did you drive home and then to Pretoria how did you get to Pretoria it was the slow I lived probably like 10 minutes away and it was the slowest hardest drive ever because in my mind I was like I'm trying to replay the moment of going how could I have handled it better and there was no win was that early on in your I was probably like 2 or 3 years in okay I mean, that is the child's version of like, get off! Like, and, and the, the child wasn't even rude. I couldn't even, no. like, you, you, the child was nice. Who that am is I to say? So things? great. I'm uh, talking to my mommy. I'm talking to, and mommy. It's not my mom. It's not my ma. It's my mommy. My it's mommy? A, yeah, it was. I'm not in quality time with my mommy. 
Like it's still like every time I think of that child's face, and then I'm genuinely like, I'm sorry for doing comedy. You know, I'm sorry for ever trying this thing. You know, kids who are like have that one traumatic experience with a clown, and then every time they see a clown in their life, they they have PTSD. <laughs> that person is going to be like that comedians. Yeah, they'll never love comedy. I know people like I've I've met people, sort of friends, acquaintances who go, I don't like stand-up comedy. Yeah, and it's because they were uh, in a restaurant eating dinner, talking to their mummy. <laughs> Nuhaz responded uh, to say, you two are nutcases. I think that means she says, I think it means thank you. Is there nuts in the falafel? That's a question I haven't asked yet. Okay. Also, what is a nutcase? Um, a nut job, <laughs> a nutcase, a ball sack. It sounds like a nutcase. <laughs> Maybe if you walk home in the rain, you'll have a nutcase. Because you're sweet, guys. This is what you signed up for. I don't care. Now I'm here now and I'm bringing all the gags. I'm sorry. <laughs> what I love about it is the unapologetic nature of the, of the, the puns. The puns. I, yeah. I used to be apologetic of them. Now I'm just like... No, you take it. It's a good joke. If I believe it's a good joke, I will force it into people's If you place. were, if you were, Yasin Bars, if you were a character from a, I was going to say nursery rhyme, but I actually meant children's story, who would you be? Mm, that's actually a, uh, wow. Little Jack Warner. Who? Little Jack Warner who sat in the corner eating his... Cubs. Oh, Cubs. you know that one? Eating his carbs. Is it? It might be carbs. Actually, what the? I don't. Now, in retrospect, I'm going. What are the words? I, I think eating his carbs away. And then I forgot the rest of the words. Do you guys know the rest of the words? They no. Uh, to the people in the comment section, please leave us a link to the. <laughs> I um, I think of you more as Rapunzel. Oh. Rapunzel, Rapunzel, let down Your the hair that you posted <laughs> the other day, that long wig. <laughs> <laughs> no, so that's the thing. They, you know, we performed at Timbuktu, which is the, the Muslim coffee shop, oh, bookshop place. I was so sad to see that that place had closed. That was a, that that was really a great room. Such a nice room. room. So they used to have Muslim... What I used to enjoy, can I just share yeah. with you the most about that room, is that backstage you could actually absorb like... Uh, religious texts before you went on you could read like a scholarly interpretation of like um, parts of the Quran or you could read some of the what does Joey Rustin call them the e edicts the e the e the yeah, um, yeah. words are going to fill me those up. things yeah. you could read a short poem by Salman <laughs> uh, yeah like everything and then you would you would you would feel pure before you went on People could actually see the noor. They could see it. And they, they thought it was a spotlight. There was no, no spotlight. No, it was the noor. Just coming, radiating. What is the noor? It's like the... the it's like your aura. It's almost yes. like the, 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 the glow that comes off a person. Mm. And I, I, it, yeah, I, th I think that's essentially why that, that the room was spiritual in that it sense. It was. Also, it was that, that backstage was like this big. Yeah. Each of us, we only had enough space for this. So, so at Timbuktu, they would have a Muslim fairy tales and then there was a Rapunzel who had a scarf <laughs> she didn't have long Rapunzel Rapunzel let down a scarf yeah like a scarf would hang out of the window 
and then he would climb up the scarf. <laughs> but then, so it was a full series, but I didn't, I didn't go look at them. Then I was like, is there a Snow White, right? Because then also in Snow, and I was thinking, is, if there is a Snow White, is that man going to kiss her? Or must he ask her father first? <laughs> Can I wake up your daughter, uncle? I just want to give her Sunchi to see if she's still at work. <laughs> so, yeah, I must actually go back to Timbuktu to go see what other Muslim fairy tales they have on display. What there was? I can't think of the others now. Yeah. Children's stories, uh, I think I left them behind. I was scarred by them. Wait. Yeah, I, I didn't. I hated to Like, I hated. Here's the thing. I hated reading because I never knew I had ADHD. So I, I just thought I was. Do you have ADHD? Yeah. Like, full spectrum. What ADHD. is full spectrum ADHD? Like, I can't. Like, I can't focus. I can't do an invoice. Right. It takes me maybe six hours to do an invoice where I need to change two digits on. Like, I would just go, okay, I must, I could, must do something else. Like, I. Yeah. My mind is constantly all over the place. That's the reason I do puns is because when I'm confronted with one situation, I just bring all my information to that thing. So my mind is constantly like all over, like looking for links and right. stuff like that. This is called lantern consciousness. Did you know that? No. Lantern. So your mind is all over, but it's in different places. Four-year-olds have it. Yeah. You can check kids, little <laughs> kids have it. And for most adults, they've developed spotlight consciousness so they can focus on an invoice. But you're still in lantern consciousness, which is actually a beautiful thing from a creative point of view. And most adults, the only way they can access lantern consciousness is uh, magic mushrooms. Now, have you, when you're on those, do you find it's like too much lantern? It's actually, it's the wild, like I've done, I've done it once, we're just going to say this now. But yeah, so the thing of, it's, it's actually focusing. Yeah, like it, it makes me focus more. Like I, I get to like hone all the other colors into one space. So like all like I'll say uh, the recreational drugs, it makes me, it makes me feel normal, which is <laughs> the wildest thing. Like oh right, you like the the opposite. You see, this is why. Yeah. So yeah, so the, like the, I also only realize this is like when they give um they give people with Parkinson's the drug they use for Parkinson's is a very powerful sleeping pill which for most people would put them to sleep forever but if you have Parkinson's it removes the shake and you feel normal. Oh, so it puts the body to sleep basically. Well, it puts the tremor to to sleep. Yeah. So yeah, again, like I was thinking with the with the um with the vaccine. By the way, thanks for your brother-in-law with the vape. The vape guy I went to took the vape there and he um, couldn't fix it, but he said you have to replace the thing. But if you really want to get high, they have to put another thing in there, but they can't put it in that one. But he knows the guy. Who knows the guy? Who knows the guy? Again, my people, we organize. That's what we do. <laughs> organize for laughs. They organize, organize. <laughs> with the with the vaccine, I genuinely was thinking, did they try everything? Like, did they try everything to look for a vaccine? Did you watch, um, uh, uh, there was an alien movie with David Duchovny years ago. And then at the end, they could kill the alien with head and shoulders. <laughs> so then I was thinking, at the end of the movie, they go, oh, the movie is actually a, a, um, a, a movie about, it was an ad for head and shoulders. Then I was thinking, we have, we have Corona, maybe they must try like other things for a vaccine, like things we don't know of. Like, you know that triple kiss from the old people? Uh-huh. Triple kiss? Yeah. Which triple kiss? That, um, Jaxa Moore and the Jamaica Ginger. You know that yellow triple kiss? In my community, we just use Zaynor and, um, 
and the stuff for the high cholesterol. <laughs> in clicks, there's always that one row that, that's just like, it's these yellow, um, Jaina Jameson, uh, I can't get to the, the names are failing me today. Um, and then it's basically, they've got all these like home remedies. And I was like, did the scientists try everything to find a vaccine? Yes. Like maybe there's something in our, like at home kitchen. that we have in the kitchen. Maybe yep. there's a tea. Did they try every tea in the whole world? Well, I know that at the beginning of lockdown, we were all trying those home remedies. I actually took the um, non-evidence-based Instagram advice of a magician called David Blaine and ate raw garlic straight for a week <laughs> Did to you? ward off the virus. But the only thing that wards off is your spouse. And we are still, <laughs> um, as Rob from Fearon says, uh, physically distant, but also emotionally distant. <laughs> Here's the thing. You ate the garlic. For that week you ate the garlic, did you have corona? I didn't. But, you know, that might have been because I took colloidal silver. Maybe. Maybe it, the silver is a thing and it's a vampire of it. What disease? about the bleach? At one point people were... Donald Trump was into that, wasn't he? Maybe you must Maybe you must mix the bleach like Oros. Just like a bitchy in the water, <laughs> you know. You must still be able to see through. We had a situation down. also then Jewish people... Uh, you know, well, the old people started talking about this uh, veterinary drug, ivermectin. Oh, yeah. And then people were trying to... Get, my wife's on the, you know, on a doctor's group. And patients are getting this ivermectin. I went to see the vet and I've got, what should I, how should I... Because uh, normally with a horse, they put it in up the horse's anus. Like, how should I take the ivermectin? I had also on WhatsApp, someone messaged me like, yo, if you know anyone that needs it, I can organize ivermectin. Then it's like, is this... Is ivermectin the the cigarettes of 2021? Wasn't it for billery? They treated dogs with ivermectin for, for billery. And so I know someone who took ivermectin. And? My friend's mom and uh, stepfather, they took ivermectin. Um, they went to Mozambique, I think, and came back. And they still haven't had tick bite fever for like six months. <laughs> but when he sneezed, there was like a side effect that when he sneezed, he was like... <laughs> <laughs> Ivermectin sounds like it's so strong. If you sneeze, the snot can like clean moss off things. Like it sounds like it's it's going to be that like bleach snot you're gonna get. Like, do you know what else it sounds like? It sounds like the canter at the Seapoint Shore. Uh, the guy, the guy that sings, <laughs> but his name's Ivor Joffy. But a lot of people got confused between him and uh, him. Is and that Iver, his nickname Iver now? Ivermectin. Ivermectin. Yeah. <laughs> I have a Mecton for you. I have a Mecton, I have a Joffy. Who's the guy who sings? Is it Joffy or Mecton? <laughs> it's a duo, actually. <laughs> it's a double H. Bahanuha. It's actually, yeah. Um, so the so the, the Jewish people have the singers that I have a Mecton. It's the, the brothers and yep. the sisters are the comedian sisters. Bahanuha. And and they have a common love for falafels. That's where we meet. It's, a, it's, a, it's actually the touring show that we're going to do. We'll be the host and then we have a music act and a comedy act. It's possibly a whole web series. And uh, you know those things like they always say. And um, yeah, so we shot it and we see all the main characters. But then Cape Town's also a character, so to speak, in the movie. You know how they say that? That, that voice is so real though. Like that voice that resonates with me of like Cape Town, Cape Town, um, uh, what do you call it? The, the, the creative Cape Town creative voice. Yeah, it's uh, you know we like um, it's a collab that we're doing with uh, City of Cape Town. We wanted Cape Town to be the main character. Well, Falafels will be the main character in this web series, but Cape Town will be a strong voice in Cape Town. Yeah, it's like sort of like a little bit blurred, like in the background, like when you take a photo on your iPhone, but in the portrait mode. <laughs> I, 
the account get the accent uh, guys i can't do accent i was trying in my mind the whole time you were speaking i was like i need to get that accent right but in my heart i just go that's not my comedy eh? <laughs> i was established long ago i i know my thing it yeah, is let not me test me on accents last night at my show there was a lithuanian couple and you know like i've got lithuanian yeah, heritage yeah. right but and they knew that they'd come to my show but part of the reason she left lithuania was because she saw a documentary about the Jews of Lithuania, and I was in that documentary, and she didn't know that there were Lithuanians in South Africa, Jewish Lithuanians, that 90% of us were from Lithuania. And now she's here because of that. And I feel like that's the same thing about the peace in the Middle East, that I would take credit for it, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm gonna hold my back. It's the wise words. It's, it's If the one thing you're gonna take from this podcast and from me, it's just how you're paid, guys. Oh, you're paid. <laughs> yes, and it's not, it's not even a bad... It, I'm, it's, you know those things we were taught, those words are bad words, are you big? Like, it's almost a sweet word. But it's not, guys. It's just a nice way to say, stay in your lane. It's Yeah, it's the colored version of stay in your lane. Oh, you're big. <laughs> so, are you, are you basically the, the tourism board for... South African, for South African <laughs> Jew, Jewish people, you're like going to Lithuania, going and just telling them it's fine. I know. <laughs> Safe. Yasin Barnes, thank you for coming on this podcast. Do you have any ideas now for the name of the podcast that you've been on the podcast? Um, Nick Rubino, what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. What about Falafel Art Lab? Falafel, yeah. Actually, there, no, that. Falafel out loud? Falafel out loud, yeah. It sounds like full laugh out loud, but also falafel loud. Also kafafel. We could actually, you and I could kafafel with falafels. What is kafafel? Kafafel is like, you know, you're like kafafling. Is it when you're cuddling and then your feet do that sound? It's like spooning, but with a bolochi. Okay. That's that's in spooning for me every day. (laughs) I got bolochis, guys. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Thanks. Shukran. Afwad salam. Baruch Hashem. Shukran. Alhamdulillah. Thank you very much to my comedy nephew, Yasin Barnes. Shukran. Yasin. I like having a comedy nephew. Almost as much as I like having real-life nephews. And when he calls me comedy uncle, it gives me a warm rush of joy. It doesn't. It fills me with shame that I'm so old and not woke. No, it doesn't. It actually gives me great pleasure. It doesn't. It makes me laugh. It doesn't do that either. I just like him. He's such a wonderful, lovely guy. And some of his quips are actually very funny. Hashtag lol. Hashtag crying emoji. Hashtag ha 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 You never know if people are actually laughing when they send you a ha 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 ha. Huh? What's going on with us as a species? Anyway, thank you, Yasin. Next week on the podcast, we talk to stand-up comedian, podcaster, YouTuber, actress, and improv queen, the most famous South African you've never heard of in South Africa. All the way from Umtata. In the old Transkai, we have the lovely Kaniz Surka. Her episode is entitled, Let Her Do, which is exactly what her parents did when she told them she was going to elope to India at the age of 21 and not get married. Have you ever heard of elopement 
when you don't have a partner. Well, it's actually a thing that I invented right now. She did a comedy elopement. That's what she did. She became a famous comedian in India. Find out more about Kani Surka on next week's episode of Driving to Pretoria with me, your host, Nick Rabinovitz. I hope you enjoyed this. If you did, like it, share it, subscribe to it. You know, all of the things. Goodbye, everybody. See you next week in Pretoria. Just outside the Union Buildings. By that statue of Madiba. In fact, maybe just in the gardens in front of the Union Buildings. It's my favorite part of Pretoria. I really like driving to Pretoria. Just as long as there's no car involved.